Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 73 of Your Next Phase podcast, the one where I share how processing your feelings will positively impact your health. Welcome to the Your Next Phase podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello again, my friends. How the heck are you? Happy Worthiness Wednesday once again this week. It's so good to be with you. We are marching into fall and I am feeling the change all around me. I am in a sweater right now because it is really crisp outside. And, you know, I live in Minnesota, land of snow and ice six months out of the year. (laughs) So I know what it feels like when the season starts to change for sure. And I enjoy it. You know, cool, crisp mornings are followed by gorgeous, cooler afternoons. I mean, we rarely get above 75 degrees once the leaves begin to change color. And I have to say, while I do miss the lighter side of summer, you know, later, later nights and dinners and it's light outside later and just, you know, it's just warm and fun and kind of easier lifestyles. I do enjoy dressing in comfy sweaters and reaching for a warm blanket when I settle in to read or watch a few shows on Netflix. And you know, my darling little Miss Daisy May loves it too, because she jumps right up into my lap and snuggles right in. And have you noticed if your tastes change in the fall? I mean, mine certainly do. I am drawn less to lighter fare, salads and that kind of stuff. I'm drawn more to hot tea with honey in my favorite mug or, you know, really rich and thick hearty soups. And I have a tradition that I started a couple of years ago with my daughter and my future daughter-in-law. We meet on a weekend in the fall. We visit the apple orchard near my house and browse their selections of all things made of apple and then head back to my house to make pies and crisps and chat about life. It's an afternoon that really delights me to my toes and I feel all warm inside. And not just because I'm eating apple cinnamon crisps straight from the oven, (laughs) which brings me to today's podcast topic. All month, I'm sharing what I learned from taking a couple of months off from recording this summer. And today, I want to talk to you about the importance of feeling your feelings. Now, I have a tool that I use with my private coaching clients that helps them determine what they are feeling. And that may sound really basic, like, don't they know how they're feeling? But I'm here to tell you, most people don't, particularly women who are super productive, super successful. I mean, they don't know what they feel other than the basics, sad, mad, glad, right? Happy, you know, 
And let me tell you, there are so many other choices out there, which is why I supply them with a tool that I give them. And it helps them pinpoint what they're truly feeling. It's very comprehensive. I really love it. And I frankly use it a lot for myself. So why are feelings sometimes so difficult to pinpoint? Well, I asked the Google for the definition, and here's what I found. Feelings are an emotional state or reaction. Well, that seems pretty straightforward, but here's the issue. We were never taught to discern what feeling we were feeling. As kids, we're taught the basics, right? But if we feel sad, for example, there are any number of feelings that are a better fit to what we are really feeling than sad. So, for example, if you're sad, maybe you're feeling hurt or a version of hurt, like disappointed or embarrassed, right? There's all kinds of nuances. Or on the flip side, if you're feeling joyful or free, that's part of feeling content. And content is under the happiness umbrella. You see what I'm saying? So not being able to know how to choose a feeling is one thing. Another is not wanting to feel the discomfort of that feeling. And I'm telling you, in my lifetime, I have had some things going on. And I tried to avoid the feeling too, but I implore you to let that fear go. I can tell you this from my experience. I can tell you this from my client's experience. If there's one thing I've learned in my life, especially during the high and the low times, it's feel your feelings. So many women don't allow themselves to feel what they truly feel because of their fear of the discomfort. And they set it aside and pretend it doesn't exist or tell themselves that they'll deal with it later. And I'm telling you, later rarely comes. And it's not just the fear of the discomfort. It's the fear of what that feeling is truly telling her. Now, I have a client who told me, and I, I wrote this in my notes because I thought it was so, such a perfect example of what so many women are feeling like today. Here's what she said. I know I've got some feelings just brewing right beneath the surface. I'm edgy, irritable, and definitely off balance. But I don't want to look. I don't want to go into the emotions. I don't like feelings. Whenever I give in to them, I end up feeling like a piece of cooked spaghetti for days. Well, no wonder she has an avoidant attitude. I mean, that sounds awful, right? But not feeling them keeps her stuck where she is. Can you see that? Women are told they are too emotional or high maintenance or even crazy for feeling a certain way. So no wonder we don't want to explore our feelings when it feels unsafe to do so. Women put up with a lot of behaviors in personal and work relationships that they normally wouldn't because they don't want to take the time to process the emotions that come with standing up for yourself. Setting boundaries isn't comfortable and our brains will fight to avoid any sign of discomfort. So much drama and story our brains create around feeling that discomfort. But here's the truth. And you know, I always tell you the truth. You already are feeling discomfort by avoiding dealing with it. But you tell yourself the story that other people are more important than you are. Their needs are more important than yours. What they want is more important than what you want. And you don't want to rock the boat or cause a problem. So you just ignore yourself. 
But my friends, that can only continue for so long before your soul screams for you to listen and your body begins to rebel because your body will hold that. And when you don't listen to what it's trying to tell you, that's when you get sick. Have you ever noticed that? You know, we're quote unquote run down. Well, part of that rundownness is not feeling what we're feeling, ignoring what our feelings are telling us, what our body is telling us. And that's that a value has been stepped on. And you need to listen to what your body and inner wisdom are telling you. Boundaries will continue to be crossed if you don't step up and advocate for yourself. And if you don't hold that boundary line, right? You know, you got to say, hey, when you do that, I'm going to do this. And whatever those fill in the blanks are, that's a boundary. It's just letting people know, if you continue to do this, then I will do this. It's not manipulation. It's not about ultimatums. You need to make sure you're going to follow through. It's not about control. It's about you having your own back and being clear on what you will and won't accept. And one of the biggest, deepest, hardest feelings is grief. When we lose a loved one, when relationships end, when we don't get something we really, really wanted, all of this, right? I can relate so much to so many of these because I've processed some deep grief in the last few years. I found myself on more than one occasion curled up on the couch sobbing, dealing with the waves that came crashing over me again and again. Was this pleasant? (laughs) Oh, hell to the no. I had to go through it, though, to let it all out, to acknowledge and release that deep grief and sadness that comes with losing someone that you deeply love. It was necessary to keep it from backing up into my body and cause illness. Disease. Have you ever looked at that word? Cut it in half. Your body is in dis-ease, right? That's what it is. And stress is a huge contributor to diseases. Science has shown it. Medical, you know, medical doctors have shown that, right? Everybody's trying to de-stress. Well, grief is a form of stress, right? Overworking is a form of stress. The four derailers, perfectionism, proving, procrastination, and people-pleasing, those are all forms of stress. The United States has been having its own epidemic for years. We're in a stress epidemic, and it's taking its toll on our collective health. So I want to remind you of something. The thing about feelings is that they're just emotional energy. And you're allowed to feel however you feel. There's no right and wrong about emotions. The names are just words we use to identify that particular emotional energy burst. Sometimes if the emotional burst is big, like the volcanic size, (laughs) it might take a few days or a week to return to that clear, centered place. But mark my words, you will return to a more balanced state if you allow yourself to feel. Sometimes we feel guilty about our emotions. We think it's wrong to have that feeling. It makes us a bad person. So we tell ourselves we shouldn't feel that way. We can become so used to a particular kind of feeling, maybe like anger or resentment or fear, that it becomes a comfortable and familiar way to view our world. And I'm here to invite you to just give in. Don't resist. 
Give in all the way to what and how you feel. Then just let that feeling float away. The more you give in to whatever you're feeling, the faster it will disappear. Knowing what you're feeling by naming it as closely as possible will help you slide gracefully and gradually through that emotional burst. And if you're dealing with something big, make sure you're taking good care of yourself. Talk with trusted friends and ask for support. Get plenty of rest. And that's not the same as binging Netflix. That's not resting. That's checking out. It means getting to bed by 10 and sleeping eight hours. Get outside and exercise. Breathe some fresh air. Fill your lungs with it. And nourish your body too. The truth is, sometimes we need to feel worse before we feel better. And that's okay. I help my clients with this all the time because processing feelings isn't something that comes naturally to most people. I teach them my process and then practice it with them so they can use it on their own. And I'd love to help you with this as well. I've created a brand new private coaching program that is in alignment with what you need and what I love helping women with. So reach out to me if this resonates with you. And let's talk about what you've been feeling and how you can process it. Honor your emotions, my friends. They are an important part of you. They hold your connection to love, passion, joy, healing, and intuition. Cherish them all. And by all means, feel those feelings of happiness and joy and excitement and surprise and awe to their fullest too. We all can use more joy in our lives, right? As for me, Right now, in this moment, I want you to know what I'm feeling. And that is deep love and gratitude for the gift of you in my life. Until next time, my friends, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon.